Hello, my loves, and welcome to the Worthy and Wealthy podcast with your host, Tori Gaynor. This is the podcast where you get clarity on exactly what it takes for you to get to your next level and create the business of your dreams. After having a multi six-figure year within my first 12 months of business, I am on an absolute mission to help as many women as possible create time, emotional and financial freedom in their lives. My intention is to empower you with weekly episodes on all things business, manifestation, mindset and female empowerment so you can be your best self whilst creating a business and life that you are absolutely in love with. So grab a big cup of coffee and let's get into the episode. Hello you guys and welcome back to the Worthy and Wealthy podcast. I'm going to take a quick second just to double check that you guys can hear me okay because I do have my fan on (laughs) in my office being nearly 30 weeks pregnant in 30 degrees heat is not fun. <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say on that. So I have my fan on, I need my fan on, but I'm just gonna check that you guys can hear me before I go into all the things. Today's episode is gonna be a really good, juicy one, lots of different conversations that just need to be had. And yeah, let me just let me just double check the sound and then we'll get into the things. Okay, we can kind of hear fan in the background, but I don't think it's too crazy to the point where it's it's going to be distracting. So I hope it's not distracting. I do kind of <laughs> need it to be on, <laughs> not going to lie. So yeah, I'm sure it'll be fine. So today's episode is a little bit different to what I normally do with the podcast. And for those of you who are regular listeners to the podcast and you are religious with the weekly episodes, I do kind of need to just address the podcast and how it may or may not be changing. And for those of you who listen every single week, you'll know that there wasn't an episode last week. And all of last week leading up to the Thursday and the week before... I had it on my to-do list, like, I'm going to record an episode, I'm going to record an episode, I told my podcast manager, I'm going to record an episode, I'm going to record an episode, and an episode just wasn't coming through, and, like, I have, I go through different phases where, like, speaking is, is what, is how I like to express myself, if that makes sense, like, talking, podcasts, masterclasses, stories, things like that, lives, and then I go through phases where I feel more inwards, I feel more introverted, I feel more quiet, and actually I get my most potent content out there through words, meaning like written content, right? And so I don't know if I'm going through a phase of that or or if it's just pregnancy and being tired and like I just don't have the same energy as I had before, I don't know. But what I do know is that I don't believe in forcing things. And I don't believe in watering down the potency and the power of something just for the sake of being consistent, right? Especially when there is so many amazing episodes on this podcast that you can just go back and listen to any time without needing the newest one, right? And so, oh, I was in so much resistance about this last week because I was like, I was having a conversation with one of my mentors and I was like, I am just feeling like doing weekly episodes and being really regimented with that just isn't feeling good anymore and I don't even know what episode we're up to I'm just gonna check I think it's literally like I think we're up to like maybe even episode 60 
Let's see. Yeah, this is episode 60, you guys. And so apart from, I think, one or two weeks, episodes have gone out every single week. I've been doing this podcast for over a year and it just, it just feels like I need to allow it to be more intuitive and more flowy, meaning that an episode goes out when an episode comes through, right? And that's not normally or ever how I've done the podcast. It's always been like I plan my topics. You know, I have a plan for each topic. I usually do a day where I record for the entire month. And you guys, this might completely change. (laughs) Like, you might have an episode next Thursday and, like, you might just be like, what is this girl talking about? And it might just, and that might feel good again. And maybe even just talking about this might make me feel like actually I'm ready to be more, you know, um, planned with it in terms of it being very, very consistent every Thursday. But it just feels right to just allow it to be like an episode comes out when an episode comes through. They will most likely come out on a Thursday just because I think it's going to be easier for me and my team to kind of organize that in terms of like if an episode comes through like it has today, it's Monday, this episode will then come out on Thursday and and so on and so forth. So the podcast is absolutely not going anywhere. I'm just going to be tweaking the way that I am putting out episodes and it's going to be less, um, yeah, it's going to be less every single week no matter what. And more like when something powerful comes through, I share it. And I think I was in so much resistance about this because I am, you know, if you know me, you know I'm all about consistency. I'm all about commitment. I'm all about sticking to your word. And then I'm also all about flow and effortlessness and things should feel light and things should feel easy. And, you know, sometimes we are called, especially after last week's episode, which was all about like when you're being called into a new season, I have to lead by example, right? I have to embody that. I have to embody my truth. And so me being like, I'm going to sit here and record four episodes for the entire month because that's what I've always done just doesn't feel right. And, you know, in business, things change and they evolve. And, um, you know, a lot of people do seasons with their podcast where it's like it's on and then they stop and then they do it again. That, I don't really see that right now being good for me, but it might, who knows. But for now, it just feels right to be like, look, I'm going to aim for every week. And it is my with my full heart and my full intention that we're going to have episodes every single week. But I also need to honor the pull and trust my intuition with this and lead by example that, you know, doing that doesn't even feel good. And guys, honestly, even just saying this makes me feel lighter about it. Honestly, it's like even just saying I'm giving myself permission to change things up and change how things have always been done already makes me feel like I want to record more episodes it's funny, it's funny how it works, but anyways, that's the things, and I just want to allow this to, like, give you permission to change things up in your business, to switch things up if things aren't feeling good, if you're feeling resistance with something, check in, like, is, is this resistance fear, is this, like, what is it, because I was, like, I was asking myself, why aren't I being committed, why aren't I, you know, it's, like, why aren't I, why aren't I, why aren't I, and it's, like, actually, I'm just being called into a change. And it's not that I'm not committed and I'm, it's not that I'm not consistent. It's it's none of that. It's that right now this this needs to be shifting into a different direction. So permission to look at the things you're doing in your business and be like, what needs to change? What needs to shift? What doesn't feel good? How can I change the way in which I'm doing things? And that's like a continuous process I do in all of my business. I guess I just had a lot of resistance with the podcast because I love it. I love it. I love recording episodes for you guys. I know you guys love it. Oh, I get the best feedback on the podcast. 
And in order for it to continue being the best and being so supportive of you and giving you amazing episodes, I've got to be, I've got to make sure it feels good for me first in order for it to be really amazing for you. Does that make sense? So full permission for you to do the same. So this episode is a little bit of like a mishmashy kind of episode, which oh, feels so good to just not have a title already planned and just be like, here are the things I want to kind of talk about. The first thing is like a teeny little life update on me. So I'm currently sitting at just over 29 weeks pregnant by the time this episode comes out. I'll be a couple of days off of being 30 weeks pregnant. You guys, what the hell? Oh my God, it feels like this pregnancy is going so fast. It feels like yesterday I told you guys I was 12 weeks pregnant. Like, oh oh my God, it's so crazy. So, so, so crazy. We are almost there with everything, you know, like everything on my baby's list, which by the way, if you are planning on becoming a first time mom, or you're currently pregnant or wanting to get pregnant and you want this list, I have a list on my notes, which is like all of my baby essentials, which is like everything that I feel like now that I need for the baby. Um, Some are more essential than others, obviously. Not all of them are essentials, but they're like the things for the baby. And I'm almost at the bottom of that list. So if you want that list, just send me a message on Instagram. I can definitely send you that through. But yeah, we're almost at the end of the list. We're just moving on to like finishing the baby's room. We have the bulk of the things like the car and the dresser, but I was just really struggling with what I wanted to do with it, like the way I wanted it to look. So now I've finally decided on what shelves I want. Honestly, I did not realize how indecisive I was until I wanted to buy some shelves for my baby's room. And then I'm like, oh my God, I cannot make a decision. That was driving me mad. And anyway, last night I made an order for this type of shelf. I'm not going to go into it. It's so not that deep. It's going to bore you. You're going to click off this episode. Let's not even go there. But the point is I ordered this shelf and it was like a certain type of shelf. And then when I ordered it, I realized, oh, well, the things I'm going to want to put on it, it's not going to work with that. And so then I realized, okay, I definitely want the other shelves. And what's interesting about this, I was saying to Shell, I love this quote that polarity creates clarity. And sometimes if you don't know what you want, make a decision and then you're going to know what you don't want and then you're going to know what you want right so like me just ordering those first shelves made me realize oh I actually don't want them which then gave me clarity that I wanted the other ones and now I feel really good about it and all the creative ideas of of things I can put on the shelves and the way I can do them is really flowing through so if you are someone who struggles with indecision I definitely do and it's a trait that I'm continuously working on because it's so important to be a decisive person and make quick decisions and it was just such a, a, just a funny experience because I was like so back and forth literally since I found out I was having a go and like started planning the room of like what I'm going to do with the walls and what shelves I'm going to get and what I'm going to put on the shelves and it's like as soon as I actually purchased some shelves well I purchased some shelves they came they were too big so I knew right that's not going to work that measurement then I ordered some other shelves last night and realized no that's actually not going to work and now the third shelf I'm like okay that is what I want So yeah, if you're struggling to make a decision in er any area of your life, I invite you to just like make a decision and then you're going to know if it's a good one or if you need to do the other thing. So that's that. So getting on really well with like baby's room stuff, we're like getting a move on with that. I haven't started hypnobirthing yet. I really want to start that soon. It's just, it's it's something that I've been planning on doing. So that's coming soon. I'm going to start working on that. Um, to try and prepare myself for birth and for a positive birth and either way like 
you know, I'm open birth, birth is something that you literally like you can you can prep for, but you can't plan for, you know, and it's one of those things that it's probably going to be the most uncertain moments of my life. And I'm choosing to be excited for that versus scared. Now, obviously, near the time, like anxiety is definitely creeping in here and there. But I'm excited. I'm really excited. I just want to meet my baby girl. I just, it's such a magical time being pregnant. And just the thought that like, right now I'm recording and it's not just me in the room. Well, it's me and Bruno in the room. But it's me, Bruno and baby girl in the room. And it just, it feels so surreal. It really, really does. And I just can't wait to meet her and start this next chapter of our lives together with her. So, yeah, really, really, really excited for that. So, a little bit of, like, life update. There's not really much going on in my personal life apart from pregnancy, honestly. It's taking up so much of my brain space, of my physical space, my physical energy. And so, when I'm not in the business, I'm just, like, enjoying the pregnancy and doing things for the baby and prepping for the baby and all those things. So, yeah, time is going really, really fast. This year is going really, really fast for me. And um, I'm also just loving it, loving all the journey all at the same time. It definitely has its ups and downs, as everything does, but it's magical. So, feeling really, really, really good about that. So, I just wanted to give you guys a little bit of a life update on what's going on behind the scenes. And I also wanted to talk about in this episode... A few things that have been on my heart over the weekend. It is Monday. I take the weekends off, um, completely off social media. Not every weekend, but most weekends I try and do this. And guys, oh, oh, it's so good for the soul. It's so good for the soul, especially if you're someone like me who you work on social media, you build your business on social media, you support clients on your phone, on your laptop. It is just healthy to take a technology break altogether. And I find when I log out of social media, I generally just log out of technology altogether. So that has been so good. And over the weekend, I've just had a lot of powerful downloads and things coming through that I want to talk about in regards to money and this potential recession that people are talking about, which by the way, I don't know much about because I don't really pay much attention to it, if I'm being honest. It's just something that I do to protect my own thoughts, feelings, beliefs, like my own energetic uh, field, I kind of shield myself from things that don't feel good, which might come across quite ignorant. And obviously, this doesn't apply to everything in life, obviously, and all sorts of news, but I don't generally watch the news. um, Because I don't like to transmute all of of that negative energy and, and see that come into my life. So I like to sort of hear things that are important through other people. Anyway, that's beside the point. The point is potential recession, wanting more money, things that come up when you want more money. My tips for like how I would navigate this and like ways I've navigated this before. So yeah, let's just talk about money. So first of all, like I said, I'm not a fi- I'm not a financial expert. I'm not going to pretend I'm a financial expert. I don't watch the news every day. I don't read up on it. I don't actually know much about it. But what I do know is that I'm a business owner. And I am an entrepreneur and I desire to build a life of my dreams and part of that includes making more money and part of that includes growing my business and part of that includes happiness and space and freedom and all the things, right? And so what I do when things come up in life where it feels like it, the way I describe it is it doesn't feel good in your body. When people talk about the recession, it doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel good. It feels heavy. It feels like, it feels like, what's the fucking point? It feels like everything's going to fail. No one's going to buy my services, my products, my, my coaching ever again. Like it just feels heavy. 
And so for me, knowing like what I want in life, I just protect myself from that and I don't read up too much into things. But what I do do is I stay focused on my vision no matter what. Meaning, like no matter if there is this potential recession, whatever goes on in the in the economic climate, I stay focused on what I want. I stay focused on what matters to me. I focus on what I'm building and what I'm creating and being more resilient and being more um, disciplined in my mind with my boundaries of what I allow into my energetic field and into my space, right, in terms of what I'm absorbing and what I'm taking on. And I focus on my beliefs and what makes me feel good and how I can better the world and how I can help more people. And of course, I'm a business coach, so I actually help people make more money. So it's important that I stay focused and grounded in the feelings of abundance, even if there is a lot of chaos going on, even if things are looking difficult out there, it's important I stay focused on those things because that is what I lead and that is what I teach. And so if you are feeling anxious, if you are feeling nervous, if you are feeling feelings of like, oh my God, people are going to tell me they can't afford my coaching, I'm going to have to drop my prices, I'm never going to build my business. If you're feeling that like doom and gloom, like it's all over kind of feeling, check back in with what you're allowing into your sphere and how much you're absorbing. And maybe you need to set some boundaries with the people around you talking about certain things around you. Maybe you need to clear some energetic chords when people do come and talk to you about these things, like actually just releasing that is their thoughts, their beliefs, right? And, and checking back in with your own. And do your own inner work to get yourself back to feeling abundant, right? And I actually, funnily enough, have an episode that I've been meaning to put out there, which I'll probably record very soon after this because I'm already feeling more fired up even just releasing the whole like I need to get an episode out every week kind of thing and yeah I have an episode coming out probably either the next one or one of the next ones on like what I do when there is a moment of money panic and like how to shift back into like I'm abundant I'm safe I'm good I'm powerful all those things and like my actual process for number one what I do if that ever comes up and number two what I teach my clients and what they implement for them to be able to shift very very quickly So anyway, we've got that to come, but really what I'm trying to say is get yourself grounded in your own beliefs, surround yourself with people and resources and things that inspire you and empower you and shift your energy from a place of fear and doubt and worry and doom and gloom about the future to excitement and power and oh my god this is to come and we're going to work on this and like the things that are going to shift your energy whether that's hiring a new mentor that activates you that empowers you that you know speaking to every day is going to change the game for you in terms of how you feel and what you do and what you achieve it might be getting in a mastermind I believe masterminds are so powerful that's why I've always run one that's why I always will run one that's why I'm always in one as well they're so powerful because you're around other like-minded people. So again, more people that can uplift you and you can shift into their empowered beliefs. Whether that's listening to podcasts, listening to audiobooks, one of the things that I'm doing with my morning routine at the moment is reading every single morning a book around financial knowledge and energetics and that's something I'm really, really passionate about but it's something I always love learning and we never, ever, ever stop learning. And so at the moment, I'm reading Think and Grow Rich. 
and I'm just getting up, I'm, I'm having my coffee, I'm doing my gratitude, and then I'm getting into my reading and my studying straight away. And so that like grounds me back into like, I am in full power of my financial reality. That's the feeling we want to feel in our body of like, I am in full control. So you need to check in with yourself. Like if you are having a little bit of like, oh, I'm panicking a little bit, I don't know what's going to happen. Come back to like, okay, what things activate power in me? What things activate the feeling of I'm in complete control of my reality? Like when I sit down and I, I listen to, yeah, either law of attraction, um, law of the universe, how the universe works, how money works, how success works, all the things, those kind of audiobooks or books. Like when I listen to those, when I read those, those make me feel like I'm in complete control. They remind me of my truth, of the truth, right? Other things like journaling, releasing fear, doing meditations, things like that, going out on a run. I'm not running at the moment because I'm way too clumsy and I'm carrying a child, so won't be running, but like running is, is huge for me. Weightlifting, again, is huge for me. I'm not doing anything crazy at the moment, but that would have been huge for me before. At the moment, it's walking. You know, I'm, that's why I'm reading every morning because I'm, I'm, the things that would have got me fired up before, I'm not able to do right now. And so instead of just letting myself get in a hole about it, I'm shifting my routines so that I'm always activating those empowered, in control, excited feelings. Does that make sense? So make sure you actually find the things that activate you. And again, that might just be checking in with your mentor and hearing her thoughts on something or his thoughts on something or your peers in the industry or... But like, don't go on social media and sit there scrolling and comparing yourself. Don't watch the news if it doesn't make you feel good. Don't get into conversations about like, what do you think about, you know, if there's going to be a potential recession or the petrol prices have gone up. Like, I just don't entertain those things because they don't feel good to me. And and maybe you think I'm really ignorant saying that. And maybe I sound really ignorant. And I really hope that I don't come across ignorant because I'm not. And I know that there are going to be a lot of people that struggle. But I also know that me, me feeling all them same feelings is not going to help the world. It's going to do nothing but bring me down, which inevitably affects other people because me being up also affects other people. Does that make sense? So it's like, in one of my favorite books, The Science of Getting Rich, he says something like, along these lines, I'm going to probably get a butcher it, but he says something like, feeling sorry for the poor won't help the poor. Getting rich and inspiring the poor is going to help the poor. And it's so true. It's put so bluntly, but it's it's kind of the same thing. It's like me also wallowing in fear and doubt and worry is not actually going to help anyone, including myself, including you, including anyone. But me actually going for it and me working on my mind and working on my business and building this and becoming even more of something and just like going bigger it's going to inspire others and that is actually going to help the world, right? So that's kind of how I see it. So that's one thing. And then the other perspective I just want to give you is that like I started my business when the pandemic hit, right? So my fitness business was kind of like having a massive freak out. It, it had been building, building, building. It was so successful. It was the most success I'd ever had in my life, obviously, at that point. And then COVID hit and I was getting text after text after text from clients like having to pause their payments, having to stop, you know, not knowing about if they're going to have a job or not, panicking about money. And so that was inevitably like seeping through to my to myself and making me super fearful, super scared. And so what's funny is I then turned a business that was successful into a business that was double, double successful, right? 
I had a business that I had built to making a six-figure income. And then in the next year, I'd built another business, which is this business, the business coaching business, to multiple six figures. Like pretty much just over 200,000 in one year, pounds, right? So whatever currency you're in, it, it will be different. But 200,000 pounds, which I think is like 250,000 USD. I'm not 100% sure, but something like that. But anyway, the point is, I built that at, at the point where I was the most scared ever. And when I was building my personal training business, I was constantly filled with fear around money. I would be freaking out if clients left or if they text me saying they wanted to pause. It would send me down, you guys. I had such a poor money mindset. Like, even though I was working on it every day, I was constantly filled with fear of it, of it all falling apart. And so when it was actually genuinely falling apart at the beginning of COVID 2020, I had a choice. I had a choice to believe every single reason why I was going to fail and that was going to be the end of my success. And I had people literally say that people weren't going to pay those prices and I should maybe bring the prices down and discount. And I think I even did discount some things, which if you know me and you've followed me for a long time, you'll know I don't really do discounts. I do the odd sale here and there, like Black Friday, my website launched out. But like other than that, I don't just, I don't discount things. So that was a big deal for me. And I had a choice of like, I'm going to buy into the people in my life who are physically afraid and worried and so much fear and so much doom and gloom. It was all over the world. It was all over the news. Or I can choose to fucking rise. I can choose to go big. I can choose to see the opportunity here to take my business online, to do what I've always wanted to do, to just go for it and take this risk of becoming a business coach. Because why the fuck not? Why not? Like everything's already falling apart. So let me just go for it, right? That was, that was how I felt. And so I want to just remind you that I built this business. My life has completely changed like night and day. My financial reality completely changed. Like my freedom, everything, guys. It's, it's like, it's undescribable how much my life has changed. And that was all during the most uncertain time, right? Where everyone, most people were pulling back on payments the world was in complete fear. No one knew what the hell was going to happen. I remember having multiple points, and maybe you felt this too, where I was like, is the world ever, like, a, which is the world just going to end? Like, that's literally how I felt. The world is going to end. I literally felt that. I felt so many low moments of doom and gloom. And you know what? I built something huge and something powerful and something impactful and something that lights me up every single day. And has created a completely different life and reality for me during that time. So I just want to give you this perspective that like, we can choose to look for proof of reasons why it's not going to work. And we can choose to look for proof of reasons why it will. And we can choose to feed our mind with all the reasons why it won't. And we can choose to feed our mind with all the reasons that it will. And so the message I'm trying to give you is like, you, you can build through any climate. You can win and lose through any climate. You can struggle with people paying for payments even when the economy is at its peak, at its best, right? You're still always going to get people who can't afford it. You're also always going to get the people who can. The same as when the, the economy is in its lowest or its poorest, whatever. I don't even know. I don't even know. I hope this is making sense. But you know what I mean. Like when the economy is at its worst or whatever it is, you're always going to get people who can't afford it and you're always going to pe get people who will. And so I choose to look for proof that it's going to work. And so anytime where right, I almost get in my head of like, no one's going to pay that. Like I remember having people in, in the lockdown saying, who the hell is going to pay that money? 
And so I would go there and be like, shit, yeah, like who is gonna pay that? People are losing their job, like people don't know what's gonna happen, there's so much uncertainty. And I would go there for a second and then I would look at other mentors, like my mentors, the people I look up to, and I would see them making sales. And I would see that as like, okay, there is still people buying, right? There is still people buying and they're not just buying, they're buying packages, triple my prices, triple what I charge, quadruple what I charge. And so what I'm trying to say is the bottom line is there's always going to be an opportunity to look for all the reasons why it's not going to work and all the reasons why you're going to fail and why it's going to be hard. And there's always going to be the the reality, the paradigm, the option to go there of all the reasons why it will and all the reasons why it's going to be the best fucking time for your business ever. And your business is going to boom. And you can choose which one to play into and you can choose which one to feed your energy in. And where attention goes, energy flows. It's so true. It's so, so, so true. So I just invite you to just like really lean in and be really conscious of the thoughts you're having and hold really strong boundaries with yourself when you catch yourself going there. And you like the way I describe it is like, it just doesn't feel good. It feels like a pit of like, heaviness in my stomach when I think of all the reasons why it's going to be hard and da, 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 and you know, all the things. Like, when you feel yourself going there, be disciplined enough, love yourself enough, be driven enough, be focused on your vision enough to pull yourself out of that and do the things that are going to get you back to feeling abundant and open and excited and powerful. Because then from that place, that's where you're going to take the action that is going to lead to the clients, to the sales, to the success, to the money, to all the things, right? Or you're going to be staying wallowing in all the fear, the self-doubt, and then you're going to be paralyzed, not taking any action or taking action from a really disempowered, fearful, scared place, which is not going to have even half the power as if you were feeling really, really good and empowered, right? So just be really conscious of your thoughts, be really conscious of who you're hanging around with, get yourself in containers around people, mentored by, supported by people who are going to uplift you and activate these feelings within you. Because when you feel activated, lit up, powerful, confident, every action you take is going to have a massive ripple effect and is inevitably going to lead you in the right direction of building the life of your dreams. So yeah, really important that you surround yourself with the right people, surround yourself with the right resources, feed your mind with good thoughts, empower thoughts, thoughts of abundance, thoughts of more is coming, thoughts of life is just going to get better and better and better. And know that when you do fall into those moments of fear, it's a choice to shift them. It's a choice to stay in them and it's a choice to shift them. And I say this to my clients all the time to the point where I'm like, oh, this is so boring. I say this all the time. I know you've heard me say this a million times before, but I'm going to tell you again. It's not about never dropping your power. It's not about never having fear. I still have moments where I drop my power. I still have moments where I get fearful of things. Of course, I'm a human being living in a human being world. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm a human being living in a human being world. And I still have those moments. It's not about never having the moments. It's about how quickly can you shift? How quickly can you shift from feeling out of your power to getting back into your power to then taking really amazing, powerful action? That is the difference. So I'm going to leave you with that on that. And the other thing I wanted to talk about today was something that I actually got inspired to talk about from one of the incredible women inside of my mastermind, the Worthy and Wealthy Mastermind. And you will know who you are. She listens to the podcast. I know she does, so I know she'll be listening to this. So hi. 
But the conversation we had in our chat last week really inspired me. And it links perfectly in with the topic I was just talking about of like, you know, just like potential. Guys, we've done half an hour. I've gone from... I'm not feeling inspired to record every single week to probably doing my longest episode ever. It's so funny. So, so, so funny. But anyway, half an hour talking, baby brain, all the things. Cannot even get my words out. But what I was trying to say was that this conversation just links perfectly in with talking about the economy and, and the economic climate. That's what I was going to say. That's what I was trying to say. And that is like wanting more money, but then feeling so much guilt and shame around wanting more money. And this can come up for many different reasons. It might be that you have people in your life that really struggle to make half the money you make or a quarter of the money you make. Like maybe your parents have worked so hard and they, you, you're making 10K months or you want to make 10K months or you want to make 20K months or whatever it is. And they don't even make 2k months and they work their ass off for it and you feel awful for wanting bigger goals. Or maybe it's that you have people in your family who really struggle, like grandparents. Um, I have I had this with my nana, bless her, when she was alive. She always, you know, rationed her whole life because she lived through the war and she kind of continued to live that way, like her whole life and, and just being very, I want to say the word careful with money. I kind of don't like that term, but we're just going to say it because I know it will make sense in that context. But she was always very like that, bless her heart. And, you know, it's easy to then look at our ancestors, whether it's our parents, our grandparents, the generation before that, where we came from, maybe the country we're from. Like, it's easy to look at those things and, and many other things as well. And again, I don't know you, so I don't know what might be triggering this this shame or this guilt around wanting more money but it's easy to look at those things and feel really guilty and feel really ashamed and feel really bad for wanting more money like who are you to want more money who are you to want freedom who are you to want all these things and you know especially like we were saying like if people are going to be struggling more and people are going to be potentially losing jobs and like if people around you that you know and love are going to be struggling or maybe are struggling or have struggled like it's easy to look at that and feel awful, and feel like a bad human for wanting even more than you already have. And the truth is, again, going back to what I said earlier, like feeling bad about it isn't going to help anyone. We've got to see that you making more money is actually going to help the world. The more money I make, the more I can help my friends, my family, the more generous I can be, the more I can help organizations that I care about and believe in and stand for. And I can actually make more of an impact the more money I make versus making less money. So we've got to connect our desire to making more money to how it's actually going to help more people and help the world. Even if you're not actively like going to be giving loads to charity and all the typical things, you just having more money and you just feeling good raises the vibration of the planet. And guys, I'm not super, super woo-woo, super, super spiritual, but I do believe that like you feeling good makes a difference. Like when I feel good... Jesus Christ, like when I feel good, oh my God, people feel a difference. Like if I'm on a morning walk and I feel good, I'm, I'm saying morning, morning, I'm having a chat to my neighbor. Speaking of walk, Bruno's wanting to get involved. I'm speaking to my neighbor, I'm chatting to people, I'm smiling, I'm radiating, like good vibes. And when I'm not in a good mood, when I am not in a good mood, my head is down, my headphones are on, do not talk to me, do not look at me. Do not (laughs) tell me how cute my dog is. Like, no, just kidding. But, you know, when you're in a bad mood, 
people feel it, right? When you're in a good mood, people feel it. So you just having more, more money will allow you to feel safer and more calm and more abundant and more at peace and more at ease. And so the people you come into contact every single day in the supermarket, on your morning walk, you know, just day to day in your in, in your life, you're gonna just you're just gonna raise the vibration of the planet. So we've gotta see that like even if it's not like, oh, you're gonna give a million pounds to charity, you just having more money helps the world because it helps you feel better. And when you feel better, the world's a better place. And that is just that, right? That being said, the other way I see this when we think about like, you know, our previous generations that really struggled, like for me, I think about my grandparents. Um, for you, it might be your grandparents as well, it might be your parents, it might be your grandparents' parents, it might be, you know, the religion you're in, or, um, you know, like, we, we can go there, right, of, of all different ways that we can really feel bad about making money. The way that I see it in this context is if my nana wanted to be in this industry, she couldn't. If my nana wanted to make this money, she couldn't. If my Nana wanted to live the freedom laptop lifestyle, she couldn't. Why couldn't she? Because it wasn't even alive. It wasn't even a thing in her time, right? Like when she was younger, there wasn't laptops. I remember when my grandpa was alive, I remember I, I must have been like 12, 15, 12, 13, that kind of age, maybe a little bit older. My sister just got the iPod Touch. Do you remember that? I didn't have an iPhone. I had a Blackberry at the time. Maybe I wasn't that young, so I might be lying there. But I was, a, I was like early teens, right? And I remember my sister, my older sister, having an iPod Touch. And my, just, my grandpa could not believe. He was looking at it from the side, like, how is this even possible, right? And so, like, that technology we have today, the ability to work from your phone, the, this coaching industry, the, the endless possibilities, the laptop lifestyle, the lifestyle freedom, the, 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 the opportunities that we have, they didn't have. So instead of letting me make that feel really Instead of letting that make me feel really, really bad and guilty, like, you know, I've got so much more opportunity than them and it's so, so sad they never got that and, like, really, again, like, getting caught up in, in the feeling sorry for, instead of going there, I let it, I let it drive me of, like, even if they wanted this, they couldn't have it. So I've got to take every single moment in this opportunity and I better run with it. And I better not waste a single second of it. And I let it like, I let it empower me in this way where it's like, instead of me dwelling on all the people that couldn't do it, I'm like, okay, but I do. I have this opportunity. I'm alive in this lifetime. I'm alive in this moment in this day. And I'm going to, I'm going to take every single possible moment in it. Right. And I'm going to take it and, and build it to the best of my abilities. And I let it drive me that like they didn't have that so I'm not going to be complaining about it while I've got it I'm going to take it I'm going to make the most of it and I'm going to make them proud and I'm going to do it in their memory and I'm going to do it because why would I not like the money's available so why would I not the opportunities available so why would I not we have an opportunity on our phone to reach millions upon millions and millions of people for free by the way so why not? Why would I not create content every day? Why would I not sell my offers every day? Why would I not keep innovating and create, you know, coming up with new creative ideas? Like, why would I not? It would be such a waste for me to know it's available and not just go for it. Does that make sense? So 
you know, if you are struggling with that guilt and that shame of, for whatever reason, because I know we've touched on different things, but if you are feeling feelings of like, I want big, I want bigger, I've got big dreams, big goals, I know what I want, and you're feeling shame and, and guilt around wanting that and vocalizing that and saying that and even going after it, come back to th this truth that like, the opportunity's there, so why not go for it? And whether you go for it or not, the opportunity is still going to be there. Like social media is going to be here whether you write content today or not. The opportunity to reach millions upon millions and millions of people is still going to be there whether you take it or not. The opportunity to make millions is still going to be there whether you choose to do it or not. So why not just go for it? Why can it not be you? Why should it not be you? It gets to be you. And you are just as capable and just as beautiful and just as worthy and just as smart as anyone else that is going for it. The difference is some people go for it and some people don't. And some people dip their toe in and some people dive in. And who are you gonna choose to be? Which one are you gonna choose to be? Because either way, the ocean's there and you can dip your toes in you can look at it from the shore or you can run in and swim. But either way, the ocean will be there whether you go in it or not. So I don't even know where that came from. That was really good. We need to quote that somewhere. <sighs> guys, 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 can you even believe it? I literally went from, I don't know what to say, so I'm just going to pause on, on creating episodes to my literally my longest episode I've ever made, I think. Um, but I feel like it was a good one. I feel like this was really, really important conversations that needed to be had. They're really relevant and, you know, take what you needed from this episode. And I would love, 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 love to know what your biggest takeaway was. And if you listen to this episode, let me know. I would love to know. Post it on your Instagram stories if you feel called. I would love and appreciate that so much because it gets the podcast out to more people. And yeah, we, we may have an episode next week. We might have another one this week. We, it might be, I don't, I don't know. But I'm, I'm trusting that that openness is already just bringing in more and more creativity, more and more um, amazing things for me to share with you guys. So I'm sending you so much love. Take what you needed from this. Again, let me know if you listen to this episode. I love connecting with you guys in the DMs and just knowing that you guys love the podcast and you're getting so much from it. It really just, you know, inspires me to continue showing up for it and continue recording. So, yeah, do let me know if you do love the podcast. All right, you guys, I'm sending you all so much love. I hope you enjoyed this. I appreciate you. I love you. Thank you for being here. We are all going to be okay. We are all going to be okay. But first, before you can try and save the world, you've got to save yourself. So work on yourself, work on your mind, get yourself in the right places, in the right containers, Fill your mind with all of the best thoughts and, and empowered um, beliefs and feelings and it's not going to lead you in the wrong way. It's definitely going to lead you in the right way. All right, you guys, I will see you very soon for another episode of the Worthy and Wealthy podcast. Mwah. I hope this episode was everything you needed to hear today and more. And if you love this podcast, then please screenshot this episode, share it to your Instagram stories, tag me at Tori Gaynor Coach, and I can share you with my audience and we can get my podcast out to more women that need it. So thank you so, so much in advance and I will see you in the next one.